The golden rule is the principle of treating others as one wants to be treated. Various expressions of this rule can be found in most religions and creeds. It is normally considered an expression of the ethics of reciprocity, by most observers. The maxim may appear as a positive or negative injunction. Treat others as you would like others to treat you, is the positive or directive form of the rule. Do not treat others in ways that you would not like to be treated, is the negative or prohibitive form. What you wish upon others, believe you wish upon yourself, is called the empathetic or responsive form of the rule. The idea of reciprocity as an ethical dictum extends back at least to early Confucian times, 551 to 479 BCE. The idea of a golden rule appears in Buddhism, Christianity, Hinduism, Islam, Judaism, Taoism, Zoroastrianism, and other major religions. The golden rule can also be found, implicitly or explicitly in almost every ethical tradition. Adapted from Wikipedia This ought not to surprise us because reason tells us that equality or reciprocity is the best we can hope for without the use of violence or deceit. The biblical version is what will be discussed here. Matthew 7 verses 12 to 14 Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way, that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Unfortunately, most people dismiss this verse as encouraging reciprocity. Jesus tells us to do what we would that men should do to you. This seems akin to Kant's logical imperative. Act, says Kant, as if the action is a template for the moral law. It is easy not to murder, rape or steal, as a way to do unto others as we would they do unto us, until we find justification to murder, rape and steal. Then the rationalizations are originated as to why we were justified in doing harm though we still do not wish to be harmed. But the golden rule is distorted by the social justice movement. Men can destroy an entire population or its culture in the process of implementing a group's human rights. Almost anything can be justified in the pursuit of human rights. The liberal social agenda has turned the golden rule into a prescription for violence. Do unto others anything that you would do to affect your social agenda. When human rights is at stake there are no boundaries to what is not allowed. But Dr. Martin Luther King and Gandhi understood the evil that could be unleashed in the name of the good. This is why both preached nonviolence. When virtue is linked extremism there are no limits. Extremism requires polar opposites, for example, a god and a devil at opposite ends of an infinite spectrum. The problem with the golden rule or the problem it gives us is that people do not want someone else deciding what is best for us. To do what we would wish others to do for us, is to do what they want done for them. If we do not wish others to dictate to us, we cannot control them. This is the moral grounding of the market and in a broader context, the church. The church was meant to be and conceived of, 
as a manifestation of the golden rule. It created a sense of accountability. Unless we wish to be treated as domesticated creatures by others, we are required to create a radical market, if we desire to live by the golden rule. The logic is inescapable. The golden rule requires us to ask ourselves that, were we given the power of a god, what would we direct others to do? Obviously, we would want their actions customized to our needs. We do not want to be given pork to eat, if we do not like pork, nor do we want to be invited on a cruise if we fear going on the water. The golden rule was elaborated by Paul in 1 Corinthians 8. We act as we would were we the other so as not to cause moral issues for another. This means we are required to customize our actions to the needs of others. There is only one way to do this, and this is through the mechanisms of the market. But there are a lot of incidental problems connected with achieving this level of beneficence. Direct barter is as everyone knows, problematic and inefficient. But asset markets using an asset-based currency, have their own problems. Asset markets sometimes referred to as a free market, utilize monetized commodities as a means of exchange. An example of this would be species or digital bank accounts or even fiat currency. These forms of exchange are all commodified assets utilized as a means of exchange. This means the monetary unit is as much a product as an accounting unit. The problem that we see when gold is used as a currency, is the problem common to all assets that are turned into a means of exchange. It is just that these problems are most visible when dealing with gold, because of its high demand value. If a supplier floods the market with gold, there is a plentiful supply for coins. But people like to hoard gold which means it will be taken out of circulation and used as an investment. As the supply is reduced the commodity value increases which only results in more and more gold being taken out of circulation to be used as an investment. This creates huge cyclic swings in the price of gold and constant disruptions in the economy. There has to be predictability. If we require others to give us a fair price on the goods and services, they sell us we are compelled to do the same with others. Without predictability this is not possible. If we do not want to be exploited or oppressed, our actions ought not exploit or oppress others. This is a high bar to reach. We are not talking about reciprocation. We are talking about being a light to the world and setting a standard for the world to follow. It's a standard we would like for the world to set for us to follow and which Jesus did provide but failing the world setting the standard it is up to us. But this desire is difficult to fulfill if not impossible in a world that is not following the golden rule. Instead, the world looks for every chance to oppress and exploit us. If we give without thought for tomorrow, we would be forever broke and no one to alleviate our distress. The tenets of God are good only if we live in the system of God, the Church. Christianity as a way of life obedient to God is radical. The Golden Rule is a radical injunction, but it is impotent outside of the will of God. Extremism attempts to deflate the power of God through entropy or wasted energy. 
Extremism is pitting one group against another. Liberals create division and use the division to acquire power and control over resources. To live by the golden rule is to live radically. Christians must oppose extremism. To do this radically they must separate. One cannot defeat extremism from within an extremist system. The further right one goes the more intolerant the left becomes. The less extremist one is the more one becomes part of the problem. There is no winning in an extremist system in fact it was designed to ensure the church would fail. Christianity was destined to be consumed by liberalism so long as we remain in this system of demons. To live by the golden rule is to live as a radical outside of the liberal system. The church is required to separate. The radicalization of the church is the establishment of a separate way of life based on the golden rule. To radicalize requires the church defeat extremism as perpetuated by liberalism and the liberal system. There must be accountability for the costs we create. No one wants to pay our costs or subsidize our lie. We ought not be forced to pay the costs of others. The outcome of the golden rule is equality and the absence of extremist policy. If we would have others pay their bills, then we ought to have no problem paying our own. If you want others to pay for what they take from you, pay for what you take from them. That is the golden rule.